Let's build a relationship together. Let's do something together. Let's be committed together and grow this team and grow this foundation and grow this mission statement so we can march forward and anchor ourselves into what we believe. Welcome to the Have It All podcast. I'm Elon Ferdman, and along with my brother Guy, we're Satori Prime. We've spent the last 16 years on a quest of mastery, and not just in business, all areas. Mastery of our finances, our bodies, our relationships, and most importantly, our minds. You see, while most people fantasize about their dream life, we went out and created it. And you bet we learned a few things along the way. So if you want to gain new skills and tools that will help you achieve the life of your dreams, well, you've come to the right place. So get ready to have your mind expanded. Implement what you learn here today, and you'll start living the life of your dreams instead of just, well, dreaming about it. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. Well, my fellow Satorians, it has come to our attention that many of you are not yet aware of some massive news in the Satori Prime world. So let me let you in on a not so little secret right now. So Guy and I have recently created an app that you can now download on your iPhone or your Android device just by searching for Satori Prime in either iTunes or the Google Play Store. Or if you want, you can even download it directly to your desktop by going to app dot satoriprime.com and the reviews are in and they are lively things like life-changing i love the gamification i share this with everyone in my life and my favorite how is this free so if you want to join your fellow satorians in our very own exclusive community then like i said head either to your itunes or google play store and search for satori prime or simply go to app.satoriprime.com and install it on your desktop So as soon as you join, what we're going to do is we're going to give you access not only to our amazing community, we're also going to give you access to a completely free 10-part transformational mini-series that we've never released anywhere else. And this is where you can begin to uncover all of these limiting beliefs and start upgrading them. Things like money, overwhelm, procrastination. You'll get to see how you can create accountability in your life like never before, and you'll get to experience life in a whole new way. So if you haven't done so already, come join our Satorian family today. Make sure to go download that app. And now it's time for the episode. Welcome everybody back to the Have It All podcast. So this guest, (laughs) I'm going to let him tell the story because the story is pretty cool. Uh, But we've been in each other's lives for quite some time, probably a good part of five or so years. Um, We've kind of bounced back and forth, reconnected. And um, it's an awesome, awesome story. So I brought Trey Llewellyn on today. He's going to share with you some amazing things. But ultimately, what we discussed is like what it takes to survive in business. And I know a lot of the time you speak about how to get your business started and all that stuff. And at the end of the day, the people that actually succeed, I just uh, heard a stat this weekend at an event that uh, 90, uh, I'm sorry, 80% of businesses won't survive the first five years. And then 80% of those won't survive 10 years. And so we've been at this for kind of in that middle section right now. And I think we're both thriving. So first of all, Trey, welcome to the show. Hey, hey. Well, thank you for having me. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I was, uh, I was an insurance agent, man, like five years ago. And I'm like on my computer. And you came across, who knows how that all happened. But you came across my computer. I saw this little blue infinity sign. And I was like, what are these guys up to? Because you guys were... 
you guys were hustling. Like you guys were doing something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, these guys got it figured out. And so I started clicking. And then there's a, a, a video of you on this chair in this corner. And I, you know, your brother's just like taking a video of you probably. And you're like, yeah, what's up? Like, this is kind of what we do. And, and we make all this money. I was like, what? <laughs> like these guys are full of it or something. So dude, I, I got creepy. And I was like, all right, let me see if they actually have like an office or whatever. So I, think, I remember like Matt questing your address and just seeing like what you guys were up to. And it was like, man, like it, it, it inspired me so much that you guys were out doing this thing and you didn't have a job. And I had to come into this job every dang day. And I was like, there's people out there that are just killing it and doing some cool things on this online world. Like, what is that even? And I was just in the midst of figuring it out. And then throughout the times, like, I think one time I did, you just happened to walk by. I was like, I know him. Like, I know that dude. And I was like, so crazy. I was at a conference, but I was like, so, I was like, scared to come talk to you. I was like, ah, he's too good for me. Like, I can't, I can't say hi or whatever. And then, and then, yeah, just like, you know, started to grow from there. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, it was amazing. I remember you were telling me like um, we had a, a product that that was what we were promoting at the time. I think it was called Facebook Wheel or something. And you're like, yeah, Facebook man, I bought this product, and I ended up making like it was like so obscene amount of money. And you're like, yeah, that kind of changed my life. I was like, wow, that's awesome. And I think we sold that product at the time for like twenty seven or forty seven bucks or something. You ended yeah. up making like six figures off of it, some figures at the time or something, right? There's people like me, man, that had no clue what was going on. Yeah, it was Facebook wheel. And uh, that, was, that was amazing. Dude, I ate all that up. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So, Trey, we were talking on the phone. We we're like, okay, so clearly, you know, you have a wealth of information and a wealth of knowledge. You started multiple businesses in these five years. Um, you know, what do you think we can talk about? And Trey's like, well, I can tell people what not to do in business. <laughs> So uh, why don't you start by giving them like a rundown of kind of at least some of the businesses that you've run and then we'll go more into the particulars of like what you've learned from okay. that process so people kind of know where that information is coming from. Okay. So the three companies that I pretty much primarily run or look over is one, the coaching. So we have trade along companies coaching. We do cool stuff like, you know, free content and coaching and all that stuff. And then we have the other two, which is pretty much mainly physical products. So we have our Lumitac brand and uh, that sells things like flashlights, headlamps, um, floodlights. And how we find those products is we go to China. We source those uh, from factories, which is pretty cool. So we'll go up there twice a year to a couple fairs and realistically just kind of look and see you know, what's popular, what's happening, what's new, what's coming out. And we white label it, which means we get to put our name on it. And realistically, like that's what a lot of companies are doing. Just the world is blind to the, to the market of products. And we can talk about that too. And then the third company is our NGOA. And what the NGOA is, is a continuity program. It's a buyer's club uh, for firearms and ammunition. And, uh, and we're growing that as well. So that's pretty much like a SaaS company, a digital company. Uh, we have the, the physical company, which is the, the Flashlight Lumitac brand. And then the trail along companies, which does, which does coaching. So three companies, uh, all doing really well. We're, we're enjoying our time and, and having a lot of fun with it. But uh, we've had our ups and downs for sure. A lot of ups and a lot of downs. <laughs> and oh man, dude, like, like you said at the, at the beginning of this call is, you know, 80% of the people jump ship. And I had a mentor, Carl White. He was, you know, he was talking about this, this path that we were going to go on. 
to learn online marketing. And this is, this is the same time I'm watching you. I'm watching a couple of other people. And the biggest takeaway or one of the biggest takeaways I had from him was he always talked about how this path, there's a lot of skeletons along the road. Mm. And you can choose to lay down beside these skeletons and die and rot and be one. Or you can say, screw you. I'm going to continue on this path and there's not going to be a day that goes by that I'm committed to getting to the, to the end result. And dude, you're, you're like an extremely fit dude, right? Like, dude, I go to, I go to the gym and, uh, I look at people that are fit like you and I, and I, and our other guys who are just ripped. And I'm like, damn, like that dude is committed. Like that dude is, is more committed than I'm committed. Like, that's what I'm telling myself. I'm like, dang. And those people who are committed, they'll, they'll be there for like two hours. They'll be, those people who will be there in the morning and in the evening. Yeah. And, and their diet is so on par. And the way I look at that is, is that's like in the world of nutrition and, and being fit. And I'm on my way. Like I have so much work to do, but I want to be committed to doing that and not falling off that train. Same thing in business, right? I'm, extre- I'm that guy who shows up twice a day and eats the right way. In, in, in the business world, like I'm committed. I am full all in, like, let's make this thing rock. And I was at a, I don't even know if I told you this yet. I was at a, uh, I was at a private event. I was invited to go in Las Vegas and I'm sitting down in this room and this guy's giving this speech, Alex Sharpin. And he's talking, he's, he's talking about uh, entrepreneurship and, and what it means to be an entrepreneur. And that's a light term compared to what he uh, divulged that day. But one thing I took away from him is he pointed to us and he goes, you, you are a million dollar racehorse. And I was like, a million dollar racehorse, what do you mean? And it took a minute for it to sink in. But I started thinking like, well, how would I treat him? If I had a million dollar racehorse, that thing would be up at 5 a.m. It would be eating a a very uh, exact diet it would run laps. It would be exercising. It would be mentally uh, stable. It would be, you know, loved and cared for. And then it was like this light bulb aha moment goes off. I was like, yes, I, I am the racehorse, but I'm not treating myself like a million dollar racehorse. Why not? And dude, that day on, man, uh, at 5 a.m., let's, you know, let's get up at 5 a.m. Let's start reading. Let's start educating ourselves. Let's get to the gym by 6 a.m. Let's, let's get to work by you know, 8 a.m. Let's, let's thrive through the day and be that million-dollar racehorse. Eat right, work out right, spiritually, physically, mentally. And dude, like, having, that, having him just throw that down on my path changed. Who, who was that? His name's Alex Sharfin. It's like C-H-A-R. Oh, I know Alex. Yeah. Yeah, great, great guy. Uh, you know, had a lot to say that day, which was really cool. But that was the one biggest takeaway that I had. And it was just like, <laughs> like, yes, you're exactly right. And the same thing is, is, you know, with, when, you're, when you're leading these, these teams and these employees, dude, you, you have to be some sort of racehorse. You have to be some sort of champion walking in that day because people, your people, your employees, uh, people who look up to you need some stability, right? They need that rock. They need that anchor in the company to say, you know what, dude, he, he looks good. He's fit. He's, he's on track. He's, he, you know, he comes, he comes with, he's always put together. They need that stability to understand the, uh, what needs to happen going forward. And we always run the mission uh, statement, which is we're one team, one goal, one mission. That way we're always on the same plane. We're always on the same bus. No one's, no one's being left behind. Brilliant, man. So I, I want to go back to this uh, laying down with the skeletons. Yeah, let's do it. 
there are many, many times. You started in Teespring, right? I did. Okay. So for those people that don't know Teespring, why don't you kind of like walk them through what that is? And um, I mean, there were two stories I remember you were telling me, one around Teespring and one when you started kind of like your, your membership site also <laughs> uh, that I'd love for you to share because I do believe that only in my, in the world that we live in, I think only 1% really, really succeed. Like we, we happen to be lucky and we happen to be in circles where people are very successful. But when we look out there, you know, you and I have been in this long enough where there's like amazing names who you don't even fucking know where they are anymore. Um, people who hustled and I, I'm going to call it stole a lot of money and then just disappeared off the face of the earth because when they hit a snag and the thing that they were doing didn't work, they weren't committed like you were talking about. They were just like, well, that stopped working, so I'm out. I'm going to go figure out, you know, like a whole different track. So I'd love for you to share a little bit of that because I think it's really important to understand what people need to go through to actually reach success. So when you first start, right, like you're, you need to make money and really, you really don't look at future terms. And I, I mean, yeah, I'm guilty. And so so, uh, the first thing we jumped on was that, yeah, the Teespring platform, it, it was a really cool thing. Like Teespring does a lot. They, you know, they ship for you. They deal with customer support. They do refunds. They, they're, they're, they're pretty legit, you know, company. And so we use them to basically, uh, take our shirts and put them to our fan. We had a fan page we were building and we just, you know, threw shirts to our fans and we sold a lot of shirts. Like we did, you know, I don't know, uh, five grand the first couple months, then 30 grand to where we had our maximum, uh, month, which was $117,000 selling t-shirts, just t-shirts, nothing else for $17,000 crazy. And then it was like that, that moment where I realized and it took me that long to realize this, but every time we ended a shirt campaign or we maxed out like our reach, our reach on Facebook, we, we literally had to come back to the office and recreate a new t-shirt. So 30,000 foot view, we are unemployed every time we stop a t-shirt campaign. Unemployed. I'm, I'm back to ground zero because the biggest fault in, in Teespring was they don't give you access to the, the buyer's information, which would be email. Ooh, that's a big one. Uh, phone numbers, text, call, outbound, voicemail, stuff like that. Or their address, physical direct mail. And so I don't have anything. Like I, I had money. That was about it. Uh, you know, and that only lasts so long. <laughs> and so the business, I, I think it's so important because we kind of like set over it. But for those that don't know, if you're selling products and you don't have access to your buyer's list, you're kind of missing the point of the business. So, yeah. Yeah, I totally was missing it. Dude, I was like, I was like, woo! Like, I was like posting like stuff on Facebook. I'm like, we did $1,000. Like, we sold 1,000 shirts. It's really cool. And, but I'm sure like people like you were like, this dude, look at this. Like, he doesn't even know, but he's not even making a database. This dude's not in business. (laughs) Right? I was just making money. And so, so then it, then it did dong on me because yeah, I was like, wow, we should really start looking at this. So we made, we, there was a lot of hurdles. There were so many hurdles to overcome. The, one of the hurdles was moving off of Teespring. And because we, it's like, it's like your job, right? Like if you're employed, you got that golden paycheck. It's coming every month, like guaranteed, as long as you keep showing up to work, it's going to be keep showing up in your mailbox. And that's a hard thing to leave. And we wanted to leave. We wanted to leave Teespring. 
And so we built this website, $5,000. And uh, you know, it, it took two months for it to be built. We tried to run the first day with it and it couldn't, it couldn't take money. It couldn't select t-shirts. Like the thing was just broke. And do we just tarnished it? And that's kind of when it was like, I even went to my brother Bryce. I was like, dude, we are doomed. Like we are either going to be forever in this t-shirt world or we figure something else out. And, you know, luckily in the background, someone else was out there building click funnels and we built, we built out our first funnel. We sold a, a, a 10 sign on that platform. And what ClickFunnels is, is basically allows you to build you know, a website uh, pretty quickly, really. And with carts and stuff like that, and where people can buy things. And we were able to set that up and display it to our audience. And within the first six days, I think we paid for the entire year for what it, per, what it cost us for that software. And that was kind of a big aha moment saying, okay, I think this might be the next term. Because guess what? we were able to do an export CSV with phone numbers, email, and database. And dude, over the, over the next year and a half, we built our database to 1.1 million email subscribers, wow. over 400,000 buyers. We have over 300,000 Facebook fans on our page. The amount of people that we can outbound, we can phone call, we can text message, we can email. Dude, the, the, the Cardinal Stadium here in St. Louis holds 60,000 people. If I was to go down to the mound and have a little script, a little sales letter, I could go to that stadium 20 times, 20 times with all new people in that stadium. And that's the equivalent of our email database. That's incredible. Big, right? Incredible. So on the way to that, right? You, you, so you're making money in Teespring. You realize like, okay, this is we're going to, we're not really building a business. Okay. No, no, we weren't. You have to make that transition. Yes. You lose the web, you pay this money for a website, you lose the website. So I, I just want to point these things out because like all of these things are moments where people will be like, you know what? I tried, I'm out. Like, crushed. What keeps you going? What was the thing that you were like, no matter what? <laughs> Dude, it's, uh, it's kind of simple now to think about it. <laughs> but, uh, the, you know, I just kept telling myself that, you know, I get to live and I get to be alive. And so every day that I wake up and I'm able to, to be alive and, and, uh, be able to, you know, smell the air and, and listen to the leaves blow on the tree. It sounds kind of hippie-ish, but I don't care. At the end of, at the end of the day, man, like that's the one thing that, you know, really no one can take away from you unless they come and, you know, shoot you. And so, like, you know, a website can die, a company can go away, it can go bankrupt, be sued, whatever it is. But dude, I got me. And nobody can take me. And biggest is no one can take my knowledge. Yes. Right? And uh, one thing, Perry Belcher was on stage one day, and I remember him saying this. He goes, a millionaire who goes into bankruptcy will be a millionaire within the next two years. Yes. I was like, yes! Like, I got to become a millionaire first, but yes! You know, yeah. <laughs> like... Like, that's awesome. And I see where he's like, I understand why he said that, but that hit so hard because I was like, wow, that's really interesting. Like, how is that possible? Like, how does a guy go bankrupt and then come back out of it? But I see that now because there is so many pitfalls that an entrepreneur or a CEO has to go through mentally, physically. Like, dude, it is, it is nothing but, and I, and I love the people who, who are, you know, like, oh, once I reach a million dollars or, you know, once my, once I do my first sale or once I have, you know, a thousand people in my continuity program, life will be great. But 
I'll be the first to tell you, uh, I was the, I, I said the same thing. I was like, can't wait till we get a thousand members. Cause we'll be dancing in the sun, drinking martinis. It'll be awesome. And, and we got there and then it was like a whole new set of problems arise. And I've yet to be like on a podcast or listen to be listening to a podcast. Like I hear a lot of people say that like, Oh yeah, there's more problems as you grow, but no one explains like what those problems are. So I'll, I'd be happy to be the first one to discuss some of those, you know, life-threatening uh, yeah. emotional ride problems that I faced. So, and I do, we could, we could literally be here for like a day of chilling <laughs> beers and maybe we should do that because it's fun to tell those stories, but it's, it was a scary ride, you know? I was going to say, it's fun now that you're on the other side of it. It's uh, fun now. I mean, we still get problems. Like, yeah. dude, there days when I walk in the office, I was like, we're doomed, you know? But you can't like it's like all right we'll get we'll get through it. But well, the one thing you know, before you that is, like the one thing I've noticed is that yes the problems get bigger. Mm-hmm. It's a given. It, it, like your business is growing, you're growing as a human being. Like yes, your problems get bigger. Interestingly enough, though, the weight of the problem on you is no longer the same. So like if you started your business right, and then you were faced with a problem that you had like four years down the line, you would have crumbled. You wouldn't have been able to go oh, totally. F this, like this is way too much. Yeah. What's interesting, your ability to handle problems and just see it as another obstacle, another challenge, another thing to figure out, like the mindset going into it, it's like, it's inevitable that this shit's going to happen. It's also inevitable that I'm going to solve it and figure out a way around this. And so, yeah, they get bigger, but like the effect on you mm-hmm isn't the same as it was when you first started. And I think that's what building a business and entrepreneurship is. It's like, it's almost like battle scars, right? Like Fight Club, when you show up first at Fight Club, you're a wad of cookie dough. After a few months, you're like hard as whatever he says, like hard as stone or whatever it is. So like, I feel like entrepreneurship is really similar to that. A really good way we could put, put that is uh, mental muscle. Yeah. You know, cause like, I'm, I always like, since I'm weightlifting and doing all that stuff now, I've related a lot of stuff to that. But as you like, there's no way I could pick up 280 pounds, you know, bench that there's no way on day one, dude, it would crush me. I'd be like, Phew, okay. Out of breath. Like you just totally broke my lungs. But over time, over a year or two years, you build up for it. So what you couldn't take the first day, you can take two years later. Yeah. I would look at the same way. So yeah, I'd love to tell a few stories for you. Please. Uh, so basically... Um, well, one biggest story was, you know, Google voice number, we were going the cheap route, very, very inexpensive, which is Google voice. It's a phone number. You can make it a, you know, someone can dial that in and reach our customer service line. What you'll find out real quick though, is Google voice doesn't allow multiple calls. So you can't forward the Google number to a landline that has multiple rings. You can't do what's called porting, which means take that phone number and address it to a landline so that like like that landline would be your regular number now so that so basically we had a ton of emails out there we had a ton of receipts ton of shipping labels out there with our phone number on it that now we could not use okay so when we were porting uh we went to a four we went to a four landline box it was actually a physical box and we the reason we did that is because it could record on a chip and it was, it was like a pizza. Like the, the same people who use this box is like your Papa John's, your Emo's, yeah. those kind of people. And so it's like we had that type of system because I thought, hey, that's kind of what everybody else says. So we had four phone lines going and we're receiving phone calls. And seldomly we receive a phone call where someone's like, hey, 
I tried to call you about 20 minutes ago and it said your line was disconnected. I was like, our lines, I was like, no, we're, we're here operating. Like we have four operators, like we're good to go. I'd call the number and it's right in. So I was like, it's just a fluke. Well, that fluke kept on coming from different people. Like, yeah, I called yesterday. It was like directly to, it was a busy signal or because that means it wasn't going to voicemail or it'd say error. Like this is the operator. This line has been disconnected. And that looks extremely bad on your business. One, you look like a mom and pop, don't know what the hell we're doing shop. And then, and then two, uh, <laughs> bad customer service. And that'll lead to, you know what, the big C, the big C word. Yeah. So, so basically what happened was I found out that someday, one, one of the days that I was leaving work, I forwarded the last phone number. So it would go string. So go phone one, phone two, phone three, phone four, all the way down. And what I did was I forwarded number phone forward to number one to go to the voicemail. Well, apparently this caused some infinite loop into AT&T system. So when all phone lines were on and somebody called, it would tr- the fourth phone would try to ring to one and it was busy. So it'd go like, it would air out or something. So that's why it was doing the, sorry, your, your business is like, oh my gosh, so that was a huge thing. And then one day we called and we also, when you're starting, don't let people leave voicemails. Like if you call Walmart, if you call Starbucks, if you call anybody like that, they're not going to be like, hey, welcome to Starbucks. We're not around. Leave a message and we'll call you right back. Yeah. Kevin, like they don't do that. So why would you? And so, you know, you look, you look like mom and pop shop. And so you want to give that feeling of, wow, we're big corporate. When you might be small, you might have two or three, four people. And so that's, that's a big learning curve or learn, learning point that I had. And so anyways, we, we said, okay, we're getting these voicemails. But what sucked was we'd call and be like, hey, you're, we try to leave a voicemail, but then it said your voicemail box is full. That mm-hmm. looks awful too. And so I was like, okay, well, let's start running through the voicemails. Well, we would have a hundred voicemails a day coming in. And what sucked was we didn't have any way to know who called to call them back. So we would have to manually listen to all the voicemails each one for the number. And most people, when do they leave their number? At the end. At the end of the voicemail. And these guys leave like three minute to five minute voicemails. And that's a hundred. So a hundred times five is 500 minutes. That's a long day. So I had to hire a kid from high school to come in every day just to listen to voicemails. And as he's listening to voicemails, it's still filling up. And I call at and I was like, dude, we need more space. Like I'm filling up wow, no one's, no one's ever filled up uh, the voicemail before. I was like, well, we have, welcome. And so I need to get a little more space if we could. And he's like, well, all I can do is get you to 200 megabytes. We're at a 100. And I go, I don't think that's going to be enough. And we tried 200 and by noon, we are filling up the voicemail. We need to get 200 megabytes of voice data within by noon. You, you, were, sell- you were selling a physical product at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, all kinds of like targets, oil, headlamps, floodlight, like all kinds of physical products online. So we had a lot of customer service stuff coming in. And so, but, but the thing was, man, is with landlines, you have no, you have no uh, ground floor touching. You have no pulse on that. It feels good because everybody's on the phone talking. You're, you're like, you're like in the man in the CEO suit. You're like, woo, we busy. You know, like people are calling, we're making money. But what you can't see is like all of the other people that are on the other side trying to call in, right? So you're thinking you're doing really good. Dude, when you flip that curtain, you flip that wall, you got a lot of angry people on their side. Wow. And I, uh, so here's what we did is when I was in insurance, I did this thing with 5.9, F-I-V-E-9.com. 
and it's a voice over IP uh, phone system, which means you don't need landlines. It's just through the internet. So it's kind of like Google Voice, but l- way more like powerful. So you can have, well, like it's just crazy awesome. So I was like, we're going to switch to this. Meanwhile, that's going on. We're going we're gonna to move our entire office from our 800 square foot to a 1600 square foot in the back of the office because we were getting bigger. We're growing. And so we tested out the 5.9 system. We ported all the numbers, ready to go. It worked seamlessly in the front office. Like really good. Everybody's like, yep, loud and clear. No, no hangups, no disconnects, nothing. I was like, sweet. It was a Tuesday. So that Tuesday night, I, I, had, I paid everybody overtime and we lifted up our desks, we lifted up our computers, all our stuff, and we moved to the back office, which was basically, we were against our self wall through a concrete wall. Yeah. I was like, all right, we're going to be good in the morning. Like we tested everything, it's going to be gold. So everybody gets there at eight o'clock. I think I arrived late that day, like 8, 10 or 8, 15. And I walk in and everybody's just like in a, they're like, like that kind of like feeling oh like they're, they're like, I don't know what's going on. Like something's weird. I'm like, what's happening? And every time they would receive a phone call, it would drop. And I was like, well, let me try. Let me look. And so, you know, I didn't know what's going on. Well, we called our, so interesting enough, our front office, we had purchased AT&T internet. In our back office, we had purchased Charter. And Charter's modem didn't allow our spikes. As soon as it would spike to like download of 800 or 8 megabytes, like it wasn't fast internet eight megabytes, it hit a spike, which was like a threshold. And what it would do is it would just kill the modem. Oh my God. Basically the modem, as soon as we hit like all calls on deck, the modem would spike and then boom, the modem would die. So we couldn't, so then, so then how's that, right? Hey, welcome to, you know, Trey Long Company's, how may I help you? Yes, I'm, I'm calling in because my order's not here. Click. (laughs) You know? And so the customer I'm sure is on the other phone, like, all right, I know what to do now. Call my bank. Right. And so, that's going on. So I'm in a panic. I don't know what to do. And I'm trying to like go through problem solving. And luckily, I, I went through engineering school for five years. That's why I think I'm somewhat good at problem solving. That's the only thing I really learned from that school. Uh-huh. And so my mind is, is always constantly going. I'm like, okay, how do, like, why did it work up front and not back here? And then it dawned on me. It's like, oh, the AT&T uh, modem's up there. I was like, how amazing would it be if I could connect to that AT&T modem from our other office, dude, it worked. Wow. It, it worked. And so it gave us two weeks of time to uh, get AT&T in the new office and take Charter out because of that. But yeah, we were able to go through this concrete wall and connect wirelessly, thank the Lord, or else we were moving. Like there was two options. The first option was everybody get the hell up and we're moving back. Or the second one was I'm, I'm ordering a nightly, like 24-hour delivery from Amazon for 100-foot uh, RJ45 cords. Yeah. I was literally like, I, I was serious. I'm like, we're running cords over the, over the roof. Wow. Like, we're going to have cords going over there for two weeks. I don't care if the landlord comes and fires me, but that's what we're like. We got to stay in business, right? So, dude, what's nice about 5.9 is you're able to get this TV. Is actually this one right here. So we had this TV up on a wall. And it was really cool because it shows you how many phone calls are coming in at, at once. And I remember turning on the TV, just getting it all set up, like we're running, like everything's good, like everybody's on the phone, and just like it was in the front. I was like, fantastic. I was like, oh yeah, we get to see how many calls are coming in. Let's just see. Because I was, I said, we're getting about 100 voicemails a day. So I would say one in four leave a voicemail. So I would yeah. assume like we're probably getting 400 calls, which is a good amount of calls. 
I turn the TV on, we load it up, and I look at that number, and I'm like, that cannot be right. I'm looking at that number, and I call. I was like, hey, this number, this number is kind of large. Like, how is this right? And they're like, yeah, you're 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 getting a lot of calls right now. And I said, okay, that number was fifteen thousand a day. 15,000 phone calls a day, dude. I took a video of it. I took a video. Wow. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> wow. But here's the problem is we only had four operators <laughs> and one operator can only handle one call or a hundred calls a day. Yeah. hundred calls. So I can take up to 400 calls and I'm looking at the screen. I got 15,000 coming in. Wow. I was like, like, whoa. What the hell do these people want? They wanted their orders. They wanted their products. And their so, product, they weren't getting their products. They weren't getting them. Because meanwhile, we had another building that was trying to ship all this stuff out. So let's take it back a little bit. I'm trying to build a funnel, right? Funnels. And to, to do these products. So I do that really well, apparently. But what, what we don't do really well is uh, we didn't know how to do customer service. We didn't know how to properly answer the phone or properly give feedback. Secondly is I, I opened up my own shipping. So I became, I became a call center. I became a shipping department and I became a online marketing company in within about, you know, five or six months. And so I have a 7,000 square foot facility, two miles, three miles down the road where I've hired, you know, 15 guys to ship stuff out. Was it more than that? 20, 25 people. I don't know. It's all like it's more than that. So the thing, the thing was, is, dude, we were not a good shipping company. No. We could, or we, a call service center. Or a call center. And so we couldn't, we couldn't ship stuff out quick enough. We could not get it out the door fast enough. And so all this is going on, by the way, it's December. What, what holidays in December is Christmas? And we got, dude, I have moms calling us saying, this is the only gift I bought my son this year. And you're telling me he's not going to get it for Christmas. And we're like, mm -hmm, that's right. Wow. Dude, like, so skeletons on that road, man, all over the place. Wow. All over the place. Hey, I just wanted to pause here for a second and tell you about something that I realize many of you have no idea about. So Guy and I have just released a brand new advanced training. So after hundreds of emails and questions constantly asking us, well, how do I have it all? How do I have it all? We've created the five pillars to having it all. So if any of the things we share with you here on the podcast have resonated with you, then I'd like to invite you personally to an all new training. Now you can register for the next live class by heading to www.satoriprime.com forward slash register. There you'll be able to register for the next live class or if you're one of these people that I need it now, you can always just watch the latest replay on that page as well. This, by the way, my friends, is a robust, in-depth training that will help you clearly see what's currently stopping you in any area of your life, be it your health, your relationships, your finances, or simply just maybe you want to manifest that big dream. It will help you with all of that. So again, go check it out by going to www.satoriprime.com forward slash register. And now back to the podcast. So what, like, how, how do you go through that, right? So like I'm listening to the story and I'm sure the audience is listening to the story and like 
my heart is fucking beating out of my chest going like that that's a lot to handle you know that like gives me exciting just to think yeah. about it yeah so like what how how do you get through that dude like i said man i was grateful for one thing and that was being able to be alive because there were you know like they're, they got to be freaking out. They're like, okay, I'm going to be out of job. Like Trey has no fucking clue what he's doing right now. Well, that, you know, that count, they don't, I don't know if they saw that because they're just, you know, answering phone calls and they're like, we're doing, I think on their side, they're like, we're doing something. <laughs> they're just shipping out boxes, but they can't see, you know, like luckily the shipping center couldn't talk to the call center because the call center is receiving all these, you know, uh-huh. bad, like, like we're pissed off people and the shipping center is like, Woo, like we're getting boxes out. And uh, we're shipping stuff out. Like, dude, we had we had UPS semi trucks backing up to our door, and we would rotate uh, those through every. We'd rotate two semi trucks a day, and it was just, dude, we would load like pallets, pallets of stuff that would load onto there. It was crazy. And so one day we get a phone call. So this isn't just like everything happened in like all these months. And so we get a phone call one day, and it's our shipping department from China. And they go, hey, we have your container. It's on the way. And, um, but the bad news is it's stuck in, in Alaska. I was like, why is it in Alaska? Like, when's it going to get here? We needed it like that day. And they're like, well, there's no state of origin on the boxes, which means it doesn't say made in China on it. I go, okay. They go, well, depending, because of, you know, all this stuff that's going on, they need, they need to have a sticker or something. So either you need to come up here and fly up here and put some stickers on these. It was like 40,000, you know, units of, I don't even know what it was. I think it was, um, like a, like a, some sort of gun thing. And they're like, uh, you gotta put these stickers on here or, or we got to ship them back. And dude, we, we had to ship them back to China so we, we took this container, which was in Alaska, shipped it back, had them put on the stickers, shipped that back, and then we finally got it like two months later. Wow. Dude, people were, people were waiting two months just to receive their shipment because of this, this, uh, this fault, right? Like we were, it was on the way, it was coming, like everything was going to go through customs just fine as it always has, but just this container somehow got missed to where they didn't place a sticker, like a sticker. And so... There again, like that puts our shipping team behind because now they're going to get a freaking container full of boxes that they needed to get out two months ago and they're all like hands on deck. And so there's, there's just stuff like that going on the entire time where you just got to be committed. We, we hired, a, we hired a, an agency down in Mexico to take our phone calls when we, when we saw how many phone calls that were coming in. And we were getting, so come to find out of those 15,000, we were getting six duplicates. So six X duplicates, which means people were calling in six times a day on average to try to get a hold of us. And they just couldn't get a hold of us because we were too busy. We wow. had too, too much going on. So we hired this, um, this agency down to take off the load of our, our workload. And uh, they're down in Mexico. And we, they said, you know, usually, usually, usually onboarding takes three to four weeks. And I go, I need these guys on the phones in like three days. And... I think they pretty much just whistled it like, Whoop! like everybody in, right? And like, think if they had a team meeting of like 25 to 30 of these guys and we plugged them into five, nine and they're on the phones. We're like, all right, here we go. And we're, and we're answering phone calls. Like our, our hold times are shrinking. I was like, whoa, this is going to be awesome. Like we did the right thing. 
So me, my brother, and one of our directors, get we, we pretty much called it um, uh, NASA because we had, I think we had set, six monitors in a small room, kind of like as big as this desk. And so it's all of us huddled up. And we have, we have basically the dashboard of 5.9 in front of us. And so what's cool is, is we can be an operator. We can, we, we can barge a call. And allowing the barge, we can listen in to see, okay, just making sure everything's running okay. So we, I, I barge my first call. And uh, it's like 9 a.m. And all I hear is, uh, when's my freaking order going to be at my house? And their reply was, it'll be there tomorrow, sir. Good. Click. And I'm like, mm-hmm. holy crap. Like, no, you, it's, five, it's five weeks out. Like, it's not tomorrow, it's five weeks out. And so I, I'm like literally taking off my headphone to like look over to, to our director. I'm like, this is what this one just said. Pretty much he was, look, he was doing the same thing. He was like, ah! like he was hearing the same thing. Come to find out all 30 of these guys were answering calls and they're trained to be on and be off a call, handle the call and tell the customer pretty much whatever they want to hear to get them off to get to the next one. So we had 30 people just basically answering, where's my order? It'll be there tomorrow, sir. Okay, great. Thanks. Click. It'll be there tomorrow. So the next day, guess what? Our calls kept increasing because people were like, it didn't arrive today. It's not here. And then we got to say, oh, it's actually five weeks out. So dude, like, so we're trying to just rein in this horse. We thought we did something good. We just created a whole wave of more problems for us that just like, it just the ripple effect, right? It just kept on building to where we were finally able to like, just like encompass this whole thing and, and take down and that. And that just took, you know, hey, we, we started making big phone calls and we started calling big agencies. We started calling big drop shippers. It, we, we, we took... We took six, six semi-trucks of product and, and shipped it over to a, a drop shipping agency where they are, that's where they do good. They do really well at that. And they got all of our orders done within like a week. And we're wow. like, whoa, that was awesome. And then we hired a different call center. And dude, it was a pleasant experience. Like we trained them up correctly and, and all that stuff. And those are, those are the problems. Those are like those those things that like, as you grow, you don't know like what's going to happen. That's some of the stuff that's going to happen. I mean, like I said, I mean, we could be here for hours just talking. Like, I think I gave you maybe three of 50 big things that, that happened in, in, a, in about a length of a year to two years to where we learned a lot. We learned a lot. You know, like, so now you coach people on, on how to run these kind of profitable businesses, right? Mm-hmm. How to stick through it and get through it. Yeah. So I, I think it's really important for people to understand. And, and it's it's so true. I think whatever the, your industry is, you know, like we're in the coaching, we were in the affiliate marketing world, you're in the physical product world. Um, these are things that when you are part of masterminds and or you hire a coach who has gone through it, like if you had gone out and went to, let's say like a $25,000 mastermind with someone who had already built a seven, eight figure business like that, they probably would have told you like, look, here's the call center to use. Here's the dropship. You probably do that with your people today. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And and it's, there's like these shortcuts that I think people try to take in business and Mm -hmm. go, I'm smart enough, right? You're like, you, I'm smart enough. I, I problem solve. I, I figure shit out, right? 
and look at the headache that it created. So on the one hand, I'm like, look, this is obviously lessons that train needed to learn because now you're training others. And had you had not had you not had that experience, you wouldn't be able to tell the stories or share what you learned. It would be like, oh, in theory, this could happen where it's like, no, experientially, this was my life. Right. Like I'm saying. <laughs> I did live that theory. Exactly. Like that, that was my theory. Um, and I think it's really important for whoever you are and whatever you're up to, to seek out those that are three, five years farther down the path than you that can give you that insight. So you don't make these pitfalls, I don't know, mistakes. I don't know if to call them mistakes because it really is like it's an experience. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So given now like where you're at and obviously businesses are successful, kind of like you, you figured some stuff out. Um, what? How are you, I don't know if protecting is the right word. How are you future proofing your businesses? Like what are you out there doing to make sure that you stay ahead of these things? Yeah, so... Dude, like what we went through is huge. And at, at that level, at that type of level, like things do break. And so it was good. It's good to see like how to overcome those levels because we did. Right. And now it's like, okay. And then what's the next level? Like what other, what's the biggest thing that after this podcast is done, I'm going to walk through that door and it's going to hit me. Right. So mm -hmm. something, you, just, you just never know. And dude, I think the easiest tool that anybody can use and this, this, this seems to stick. This seems to really stick really well is multiply whatever's happening by a thousand mm -hmm. and in the, in the, the logistics that you have set up currently, does it work? I'll give you a fantastic example. So we, when we started, um, the call center, there was a lady who loved sticky notes and she would get a message. And so she'd write on a sticky note and then she would come deliver it. There you go. Somebody just called. So, and, and at that time it worked, right? Cause we were getting, I don't know, one call a day, you know, Hey, this guy wants to be in your mentorship. Okay, fantastic. I'll, I'll give him a shout. But if you use my tool, multiply that by a thousand, there's no way, there's no way I, I, I would lose sticky notes. Someone would be untouched, right? So that's the mindset you need to first start is, okay, if I, if I'm using this and I multiply by a thousand, Will it still work? Is it still valid? And is it still, you know, does it work logistically? And if not, then how would it work? And that will, that will keep the steps a little bit more easy flowing, kind of like an escalator versus like a big leap. Because if, if all of a sudden, because you don't know like what's going to and when it's going to explode, right? Yeah. Like, let's, let's do this, for example. Let's say that like all, we, 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 we're building, a, I had a great example. So I have a, a good friend that's starting up a, a program and a really pretty cool program. And he goes, man, we're just getting started. We got our funnel built. It's going to be amazing. We're getting transactions. So they probably have 100 sales, 200 sales. And he goes, I got a friend. He's going to get us on the Business Insider. I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, we're going to, be, we're going to have an article written about us, about this business because it's a really cool concept. And I go, dude, I don't, I don't know if you're ready for Business Insider. <laughs> you know, like I think that's great. But let's, let's hold... I mean, I would hold back just knowing what I went through because you're going to be like, Woo, we're doing 200 sales and you can handle that because it doesn't take much customer service. It doesn't take much onboarding. It doesn't take much to log people into the members area. But dude, you go from 100 transactions to 1,000 transactions a day, dude, things change. Yep. Things change quickly. People will change your business. And so even though that's great, 
how can you prepare for that? You know, like what you're doing now, let's time that by a thousand. Let's say this business insider thing explodes your business. You need to be ready or it'll, it'll tank your business, you know, because you won't be ready for it. And then guess what? Your reviews are going to be bad. Uh, you're going to get complaints. You're going to get customer service issues. Referrals are your biggest, your biggest battle. Do with referrals. Do that can, that, that is a very well built system if you get it right, because a refer one, whew, like that'll build you overnight. And so that's our biggest thing that we look at is how can we give our people such a wow factor that in a giver's gain world, where we give them so much that they're just like, dude, you, you gotta go check this thing out. Like I am, wow. Like no one is doing the stuff that these guys are doing. Mm. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something that we're doing. That's a wow factor. So every time uh, we get a, a customer service call now, we write them a handwritten letter. Wow. A handwritten note. You just said, wow. Not only, so when's the last time you called your cell phone service company, had a problem, had an issue, they resolved it, fixed it, whatever. And three or four days later, you got a handwritten note from the customer service rep. That, is, that does not happen. Brilliant. So that's, that's what we're looking to do. And that's what we are doing, uh, you know, to, to get our name out there to show that we're different, to come at a different vertical than anybody has in the past, which is a relationship. Let's build a relationship together. Let's do something together. Let's be committed together and grow this team and grow this foundation and grow this mission statement so we can march forward and anchor ourselves into what we believe. That is genius. How long have you been doing that? Uh, we've been doing that for, we just started. We just got all the supplies in. So it's, it's very new, uh, maybe two weeks, two weeks old. Amazing. So you haven't even had enough time to kind of like start getting the feedback from people and the, the wow factor from people. We don't, no, we don't have that yet. So that's, that's exciting. So that's, it's something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time, just to connect with our, 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 our people out there, just touch them more. What, what do you say in the letter? I'm just curious. It's so basically, um, we follow a book. It's called the seven levels of communication okay. in these notes. They're called a power note and the book's called seven levels of communication. The book's written by Michael Mayer and there's a chapter in there. It's called power notes. Okay. And he gives you the eight steps to writing a powerful note. Hmm. And really what I did was to help out the, the customer service reps because some people write really well notes and some people don't. And so I gave them a template. Yeah. So I gave them a template to write that note that it should say something, uh, you know, of, of value versus, you know, like, like this. It'd be like, hey, man, I just really appreciate the time that you took to have me on your podcast, Entire Prime, right? And you'd be like, oh, so that, so that relates. That I didn't just say podcast. I, I named your podcast. I named you in the note. So that way, because I'll, I'll tell you one thing, man, is, is it doesn't have a good feel when I receive something from send out cards. Yeah. You know, a lot of people try to cheat. They try to cheat and they're like, oh, well, I don't got time to do that. I'll just use send out cards. Well, guess what? You're cheating. It's, you're gonna, they're going to feel that. Like it's not handwritten. They know it's printed on there. Who are you trying to fool? Like, oh, okay, they got some brownies from your kitchen. No, they came from a factory. Yeah. And so the, the, I look at that as how can we be, become as personal and in their life as possible? Because I'll tell you one thing is our avatar, our, our customers, our people, they will take that note and they will hang it on their fridge, guaranteed. Guaranteed, they'll hang it on their fridge because no one has shown them that type of affection and attention in a very long time from a company, 
from a corporate company. And when somebody does that, dude, that is a rocket ship into killing off all the competitors. Wow. I love it. I love it. Do you offer them any, is it just a, a note? Does anything come with it? Like some sort of discount or something or? So yeah, it does. Uh, so basically in the card, uh, it comes with three things. It comes with the card and it comes with uh, a refrigerator magnet of our manifesto. So basically it has, you know, what we believe in, what we stand behind, who we are as an organization, as an association. And then it comes with three referral cards and it's a hundred dollars off to our continuity program. And so on the back, it has a to and from. And so they will write, you know, to Jonathan from Steve, to Barbara from Steve, to Jackie from Steve. And then I get, I'll be the first one to tell you, you know, that it's, it fits in their wallet. So at Hardee's or at their next convention or whatever, they're like, dude, I, like someone's going to mention something about something and then it's going to boop ding because I'm on their top of mind. And they're like, oh, dude, I got, I got, I got $100 off. You need to go. I'm a member of this. You need to become a member of this. Here you go. And I will tell you is we already have seen uh, people coming in through those cards and actually people purchasing through those cards. Uh, I read a book that showed that a referral will, will spend 25% more than someone who just comes in cold. Absolutely. That's interesting. I also learned that a, if you have a referral program, you should see for every member you have, a referral right behind it. So if you have 10,000 members, you should see 10,000 referrals if done properly. A great, a great thing about our church is they did a survey and our entire, our church is, it's a big church. I'd say 10 to 15,000 people come a weekend wow. and they, they do a survey. They're like, Hey, how'd you hear about the church? Right? Like that was like one of the first questions and dude, 80% of the church I'm at was referred. So 80% of the people came from 20% of the church. Amazing. If you can create that, that magnitude of a machine, of a, of a referral engine, of a vision, it's so powerful. And yeah, that's a church. I get it. The, th- the, same, the same thing. Can, look at MLMs, like multi-level marketing. Like they understand the referral chain because that's all they, that's all they do. They go out and get referrals. They don't do cold traffic. They do referrals. They're referral, referral engine. And that's what we're looking to do is how do we become a conversation? How do we allow that to happen? And maybe it's through a thank you note. I don't know. That is just absolutely brilliant. I'm so curious to know how that goes. I mean, I kind of know how it's going to go because of the fact that it's personal and it's unexpected. Very unexpected, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just brilliant. And I think... For the right audience, right? Like if someone's buying your product, then five of their friends are, are into the same exact thing. Exactly. Exactly. They know who to refer. Yeah. So, right? so, they know, they're going to know who to go to. So, so what does the referrer get? You guys offer something for the referrer as well? Uh, with the cards, we don't. So we're just, we're just looking for the wow factor on that piece. We've, they've been through uh, an assortment of things already once they get that card. So they, they should already be kind of in a wow feeling. Uh, if they don't do the cards, they do have another, uh, another system that we do have that we try to make it really easy for them to set up. We use a, a, a referral rock. Okay. So we use referralrock.com. So what referral rock does, and I, I found this by, uh, so what I do is I hack funnels. Uh, we try to hack eight a month or so. 
And so, yeah, that's, that's a cool little hobby I did uh, or been doing just to kind of educate myself of like what other people doing. And sometimes you come across some really gold. And there was this one funnel I was hacking one time and I got to the end and it was like, hey, thanks for purchasing. By the way, if you know anybody, here's your, here's your referral link. And I was like, whoa. They gave me a link with like, I didn't have to sign up. I didn't have to put my name in, no credit card. I didn't have to fill out a form. It was like, here's your referral link. If you want to refer in your friends, you can show it on Facebook, email it. Here's a message you can send out just like right there. Wow. And dude, I saved that page and I started emailing all my tech guys. I was like, how do we build this? How do we build this? How do we build this? Because this is amazing. (laughs) The best time for somebody to refer someone is after they've purchased. The best time to upsell someone is after they've purchased. Not 10 days down the road. That is huge because now we're pe- now we have people going into our program and they're like, hey, you just bought this thing. You probably know some other people. Do you want to earn some money today? Do you want to pay for that full transaction you did? Yeah. Just here you go. Here's your link. We'll send you money. And, they, and, and we can track that and we can see people are out there sharing it on Facebook. They're tweeting it. They're texting it. It's just a, it's just a really, you know, it's kind of like a Google shortener link. And, and you put whatever your affiliate, like whatever link you want that's tagged to them. We do. Yeah. 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 So then it goes to, it goes to a page that says, um, somebody really cares about you. Yeah. And then, and then we talk about, you know, what we're, what we're, what we're trying to sell. So we make that congruent when they mail like, Hey, you know, Joseph, you need to really check out this really cool thing. Here's this link. And then they go to that link and it's like, somebody really cares about you. They're like, yeah, it was Joseph. Yeah. Amazing, man. Wow. So good. I love that. Eight, eight funnel hat. You, you actually go through eight funnels every month. We do. Personally. Yeah. Amy. That's awesome. Yeah. Really love this marketing stuff, huh? So where that came from, man, is, uh, do you know, do you know who Brian Johnson is? Yes. So brianjohnson.me. Yeah. Like where he has all those books. Yeah. Opti- and, what, what, optimize. Yeah. That's him. And so I saw that when I see things, especially like the referral rock, when I saw, when someone introduced me to Brian Johnson.me, I went to his website and I literally looked at it for probably an hour to two hours. I just stared at it. I was just like, one, I was upset. Two, I was like, this is ingenious. Three, how do I do this? Because I wanted to make sure I took it in because the idea is so good. Because he's, he's taking people of stature, of books, going out to read these books and just creates a, a, a cliff note rather, but he calls them philosopher notes. And I love that twist. And they're really good. They're actually like really, they're really done, good, done well. And then he sells it for 10 bucks a month. And, and he talks about it. He's like, I just want to make sure this is a no brainer to get in. And here I am on your podcast preaching Brian Johnson.me. I think he's done a good job. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's really cool. I wanted to copy that business model. I was like, this is great. I don't, I don't want to be paid to read books. Like that's Brian. I want to be paid to hack funnels. So I looked at what am I already doing that I enjoy? I hack funnels. Like I go out and hack four funnels or eight funnels a month. So we created this, this program, uh, which, which is guess what? How much? 10 bucks a month where you get to watch me go hack eight funnels a month and you log in and there's eight funnels. So you don't have to pay for it because I'll pay, I don't know, two to $300 a month just in hacking funnels. Sure. So right there, it's like, I'll, I'll pay 10 bucks for that. 
And so it's stuff like that, right? And um, and that's been really good. Like a lot of people have opted into that and excited, and and they're they're ex- as excited and as ecstatic as I am because I'm just going through them just as I would. Like, oh, look at this, or I'll point something out, or we'll find something, and and they'll see me like they'll see me in the recording take a screenshot. I was like. I love this so much, guys. I'm gonna take a screenshot real quick, and then I'll go back to the team. And I'm like, "This is good." And and like one of those things was referral rock. Uh, you know, there's lots, right? There's like so many things that other internet marketers and gurus are doing that we don't know about. That's not being taught on stage. Yep. So we kind of have to go around a little bit to see. And that's how I'm committed, man. I am committed. That is so smart. It's so funny. It's like, I was just, you're saying this and I'm going, what's the thing that I do all the time Right. that people would just pay 10 bucks a month Yeah. to just watch me do it or, or listen to whatever it is that I do. Like, and I, I think every single one of us that's in this space has something that someone would pay 10 bucks a month yeah. to, to overlook your shoulder. Like just, that's, <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. Um, so what's, what's the future for you guys? Like, what are you guys up to? Obviously like kicking ass in in that business world and starting this whole referral thing, but like, where do you see your company going? Dude, our, our biggest thing is, you know, how do we, how do we go forward and how do we, how do we grow as quickly and efficiently as we can? The customer service is huge. Uh, you know, making sure people are logging in is huge and using and using the product. I was watching a, uh, a Gary Vaynerchuk thing. He was interviewing, what was that? The bar, the bar guy. What was that? Bar Rescue. Okay. Bar Rescue. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, it, was, it had a little headline, like how to make sure people come to your restaurant. It was all about restaurants. And what he said, interesting fact, he goes, you have a, oh man, I hope I get the stats right. You have like a 30% chance of someone visiting your restaurant for the first time to come back a second time. You have a 30% chance when they come the second time for them to come a third time. But when they come the third time, you have a 70% chance that they'll return again. It's huge. So the equation is, how do we make sure they arrive the first and second and third time? And what he does is he has somebody come in and what they do is they give them a red napkin. And so he goes, hey, you know, welcome to the store. So now everybody knows anybody with red napkins are first time guests. So treat them respectfully. So every time anybody goes by, Hey, can I get you another drink? Are you good? Like everybody's good. Like, it's just like, Whoa, like everybody's so you know efficient here. Like everybody's so nice. Always taking care of us. So they got this red, this red napkin on, but then at the end they're like, Hey man, what'd you order? Oh, I got the ribs, dude. The ribs, were they good? Dude, they're amazing. Dude, you got to come back and try the chicken. Here's, here's a free chicken for your next visit. Oh, thank you. So then guess what? They come in, they have the thing. Hey, I got that free chicken. Dude, get the chicken. So he comes and gets the chicken. How was the chicken? Oh, it's amazing. Dude, you got to try the pecan pie. Come back next time and I'll give you a free dessert, a pecan pie, and you're going to love it. It's absolutely amazing. So guess what? Now they come back the third time and that puts them in that 70% threshold. They, they maneuvered them into a three-stop shop and I was like, that's ingenious. That's, that's amazing. amazing. And so then I had to look back, okay, why am I hearing this? Like, how can we apply this to our business? How do we make people keep coming back? So our way is through touches. And so what we're looking at is how many times can we touch someone? They're, they're obviously touched through our funnel, but then every person that comes on board with us, we, we call them. We outbound call them. And we say, hey, welcome. Welcome. 
we're excited that you're here. You made the right decision because everybody has buyer remorse. So you have to make sure that they don't have that, right? Hey, you made the right choice. There's a lot of people just like you joining, and we wanted to reach out specifically to you and say, welcome, how can we help? How can we make sure you're logged in? How can we make sure, blah, blah, blah. We get them logged in. Dude, I got to tell you, since we've been doing that, we have increased our purchasing on our website for firearms, ammunition, think drastically because people on that call, they're so excited. That that call is not a sales call, by the way. That call is a welcome to the show, welcome to the event phone call. And it brings out people's wallets somehow. They're just so excited. They're like, hey, well, yeah, thanks for calling. Like, yeah, let's get logged in. Whoa. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm in, I'm in, I want to buy this right now. Okay. Let's get that going. Third touch, right? They purchase with us again. Then guess what? They receive a thank you card right? Four touches. When you have someone going through your company and purchasing two, three times, I would say that you have a 70% chance of them returning and coming back and purchasing more. Yes. So our goal is to get them to purchase three times with us. And when we do that, we know that they're probably going to be a a long time customer. You know what it is? It goes back to the fact that human beings are creatures of habit, right? So all it is, is you get comfortable, you have that website where you go to that, you have that store where you go to that. Even if someone came to you and was like, you know what, uh, I found this other store, they sell it for, you know, this product for like a dollar less, you're like, nah, I don't care. Like this, I know this, this is comfortable, it works. Yeah, it's it got amazing. It would have to be something crazy for someone at that point to like make a switch. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. <laughs> so good, man. Trey, um, I love everything that you shared here. I hope that the listeners pulled from this because like I, I took a bunch of notes. Uh, there's things that I want to try. There's things that you made me just even think about and inquire about um, that we are not doing yet in our business, which I really, really love. Um, and I love that we got to, uh, to hear your side of the story. And I love that you got to share. Where can people uh, find how to connect you, find out about more about your companies? The be- I mean, the best, do we give a lot of free stuff away? I would say start there. Uh, we do unstoppable cores. That's what they're called. And those are like little nuggets, kind of like, you know, little splices of what we did today. And um, just, you know, TreyLlewellen.com is the easiest. I mean, you'll probably have my name on here somewhere around. Just type that into Facebook and from there you'll find me. Yeah. It's great from there. But the, the biggest thing, I mean, follow you. Like, <laughs> dude, like, you got so much good stuff going on. Like, I hope they're following you and doing, doing what you got going on. I mean, like, here's the deal is, is if, you know, the way I look at this, is why I take the time to, to do these podcasts and have fun and, and jump on these things is, man, if, if, we, if we just change just one person, just one person today, life, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. And maybe three years from now or five years from now, they'll be doing the same thing of telling their story to me or telling the story to you and be like, yeah, there was this podcast like five years ago that I listened to. Dude, it got me so damn jacked up. I went out and I implemented and I went out and I was committed. Dude, look at me now. Yep. I, I couldn't agree more. And I, even Gary Vee, who we brought up before, you know, he has this whole thing about like one and it doesn't matter. You just say yes, you do things and in hopes that you change that one person's life. The funny part, as this whole thing started, I had no idea up until the time that Trey had met me. Like I'd seen Trey online and things like that. And it was the first time at TNC was when you told me that story. Like, 
look, we put stuff out there all the time. You do too. It's very rare that you know the impact of what you're doing actually causes in the world. The way that I look at it is like 1% of people are actually going to take their time to reach out to you and let you know that you've made an impact, right? Our goal now in business is that I want to receive at least 10 messages. It could be handwritten, texts, voicemails, whatever, of people telling me that our product, our whatever made a difference for them. Because in my world, like if I'm getting 10 of those a day, that means there's a thousand people out there that we're impacting on a, on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that 990 of them, I'm never going to hear from. So it, look, it gets to a point where money isn't really the, the driver anymore. And even for you, it's like you want the best customer service on the planet for people. You want to be the conversation for them. It's yeah. the money comes when that's the, the metric. Yeah. And I think it's really important like for people to understand you don't necessarily know that what you're putting out there is is having the effect. Like I was just at an event and all these people are coming up to me. I'm sure like when you're at events and it's 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 so amazing to hear because you're like, oh wow, you know, like what we are doing passionately actually makes a difference out there. Yes. And yeah, I'm I love that we we got to rap about this. And I, I really hope that people will probably listen to this two, three times and just take some notes and at least ask yourself these questions like like I wrote down, you know, what what am I doing today that someone could pay ten dollars a uh, a month? to be around. And, mm-hmm. uh, it's something I'm going to now ponder. It's a riddle, right? It's a riddle. So the, the riddle is, uh, what business can you build that will make you a million dollars a year that you only work on, uh, one hour a week and you, and you cannot use any of the resources you currently have. Wow. That's the riddle. And how, how that riddle was solved for me was through the masterclass of hacking. I go and hack one hour a week. And I upload it. Amazing. Easy as that, man. Easy as that. I love it, man. Dude, thanks so much for being on the show. Appreciate Uh, you, man. Thank you for having me. This has been awesome. Yeah, it's been, it has really been awesome. I'm, um, I'm super happy to hear that, that where you started and and guys just put the, put this in perspective real quick. Cause I know we threw out a lot of numbers. Trey started five years ago. Satori prime started six years ago. Like, we're not talking about 30 years to build these businesses no. anymore. And, and I, like the re- I just made a video about this yesterday. It's like so many people are unsatisfied with where they are in life. And we're at a time where it's the easiest to reinvent yourself. Like you can reinvent your entire life in five years today like that. And sitting on the sidelines and complaining, um, yeah, I just, I, I can't believe that people do it. So I love that you took action and I love to hear where you are today and where you're going. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll come back. Let's do this in five years and see where we're at then. <laughs> That's insane, right? Like I look at that stuff and it's just like, wow, it is crazy how, because man, life goes by quick. Yeah, man. Life goes by quick. And so five years is, like I got, I got big goals. So I'd love, I'd love to come back on and, and have you on, you know, our Conference Kings. And, uh, and, talk and and get your story out there. Would love to, man. Have an amazing day. And thanks again. See you, brother. Bye-bye. 
So one last reminder before we wrap up here today, if you haven't already grabbed the app that all of your fellow Satorians are going gaga over, then I would recommend to do it right now. Well, I guess if you're driving, maybe not just this second, but when you get a chance, go to your iTunes or Google Play Store, search for Satori Prime and download it today. You'll get access, like I said earlier, to an amazing and life-changing 10-part mini-series. And if you want to know the clear steps to create the have-it-all life for yourself, this app is an absolute must. Like I said, and you can hear in my voice, we are incredibly excited to share it with you and be with you inside of our community. So we'll see you there. So that's it, my friends. That's today's episode. I just want to thank you for being part of our Have It All family and truly, truly thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help or give back in any way possible, the best way would be to share this or any other episode that you loved with your family, friends, or colleagues. And if you'd be so great as to just leave us a rating and a comment on either iTunes or Stitcher, whichever you use, that helps us tremendously. It only takes about two to three minutes of your time and would mean the world to us. Finally, I want to let you know that if you want to get even more exclusive content from Guy and I, just head over to satoriprime.com and make sure you join our mailing list. Now, I know what you might be thinking, God, not another mailing list, but I promise you, you'll only get an email or two from us per week and it will always have amazing videos and articles that I'm sure you're going to love, promise. So until next time, you can join our ongoing conversation at the Have It All Facebook group where you can let us know how we're doing and what we can do to improve. Love you all, and we'll see you on the next Have It All podcast. Have an amazing, amazing day, my friends.